we have to decide what my intro will be, but I have an idea for one. Okay. Right? In tribute to the fact that this episode is all about steroids. Okay. I was thinking I might do Hulk Hogan. Do it! Yeah, okay, right. Okay, now it's going to be bad. Oh, I hope so. Well, let me tell you something, brother. We're listening to the Stupid Sexy Podcast where there's loads of steroids, and that's what I know about, brother. So what you gonna do when the Stupid Sexy Podcast runs wild on you? Hello, welcome to the Stupid Sexy Podcast with me, one of your hosts, Alan Irwin, joined by... Heather Anderson. Sorry, I that took me off. That intro took me off guard. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do it, and it still fucked me up. How was my impression? I thought it was pretty good. It was better than my sideshow Bob. It was better than my week. Tom Jones. Do you, do you want to do your Tom Jones there? Hello, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. As we say, welcome to the Stupid Sexy Podcast. And this week, it's season 14, episode 9. I'm going to say this in a certain way. The Strong Arms of the Maw. Yes. We're, we're excited. This is uh, an episode that, you know, I, I feel like I have a lot to say about. I hope you do too. Well, it's about Marge. Of course. It's always great to see Marge back. Well, I do the synopsis, and then we'll talk about the episode? Yes, please. Okay. Season 14, episode 9, The Strong Arms of the Maw. A random mugging leaves Marge riddled with anxiety and unable to leave the house due to agoraphobia. During her isolation, Marge begins lifting weights that Homer bought at Rainier Wolf Castle's bankruptcy sale. In transforming her body, Marge also transforms her mind and is once again able to go outside, but after developing a dangerous steroid habit, she begins to suffer from the dreaded roid rage. With her family afraid of her now furious temper, can Marge rein herself in before she drives Homer and the kids away? That was a solid synopsis. Snappy, I Speaking like it. Speaking of which, I feel like this was a solid episode. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had, a, there was a bit that I felt a bit, was a bit yikes, but also. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. I think I know what we're talking about. And yes, there are moments in this that have not dated well. Yes, that's, yes, that's the way to say it. But I would say, by and large, decent plot, you know, some good jokes. 100%, some good songs, some good tunes. Some good songs. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so we have a chalk gag this week, which is the school does not need a regime change, which is fun because it was like the lead up to Iraq. Exactly. So well done there. And we got nearly the full opening titles, I think, for the first time. I think so, yeah. Then the couch gag was a uh, one of those cutouts you get at like seaside towns, you know, where you put your head through. I, I, I still, like I've done those and I still don't really understand what the appeal is. Yeah, I don't like them. Well, what do you not like about them? Because sometimes my face doesn't fit. You don't have a big face. Yeah, but they make it look like I do. And I don't trust that. Because then I'm like, do I know what I look like? <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't, the photo will show you. Well, it won't show me. It'll show me what I would look like with a big face on some other thing. <laughs> some other thing? Well, it's, it's not. A, it could be a, a person. It could be a person. Or if you're at the zoo, it could be a giraffe, perhaps a lemur, a ring-tailed lemur. You just like saying that, don't you? Yeah. It's not anything to do with that's the animal you picked. Yeah. Okay, so we open right away with the Ion Springfield opening. Yes. And I think it's so lazy that apart from a couple of new shots, they just used the old one. Yeah, because that, that was one of my um, trivia things. Because it was saying, like, obviously, season 14 was digital animation and stuff. So, like, it's really obvious. And apparently mm-hmm. it was intentionally done uh, so they could save time on animation. So it literally is just to be lazy. Great reason. Although I did enjoy him on the roller coaster with Castro. Yes, that oh, that made me smile. That was fun. And I mean, like, why? If it's not broke, don't fix it. I mean, I know nothing about Cuba. So I don't know. Do they have amusement parks? I don't think so. But like, there's no... I don't see why they wouldn't. Well, do you know what? 
this is why we're going to stick it into the Google machine. Cuba Amusement Parks. There is! There's Lennon Park <laughs> in Havana. Amazing. <laughs> oh, now let's see what this is. This is going to be great. It's just a theme park named after Vladimir Lenin, which, you mean, obviously, Lenin loved he the Dodgems. Like, a, that was his yeah, thing. A loop de loop he loved being the vanguard of the revolution and the Dodgems. Those were his two main things. Yeah. I've always said that he loved, uh, what do you call that? Flight or fright? Flight or fright? Flight responses. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, Stop saying Adrenaline. Words. That's the, the one. Do- <laughs> he loved adrenaline. Yeah. You know, from like a roller coaster, and you're like, "Ooh!" Do you like roller coasters? I love roller coasters. Oh, I really do. I not. fucking love roller coasters. I'm very um, nauseous. But you're a big card. Hey, says who? For 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 our American, our Polish, our French listeners, because we do have them. Uh, that was coward. Sorry about the accent. You're a big coward. Hi. Why? Explain. This is uh, I don't. This is not a. You're river. constantly afraid. It's called anxiety. Yeah, I know. I've got it too. You ain't the president of this club. You're at best a cabinet member. <laughs> all right. You're the secretary of infrastructure. I assume that's a burn of some kind. Um, I'm not scared of anything apart from making eye contact with strangers. And people you know. <laughs> so, so far in this season, we've had a lot of rain your wolf castle, I've noticed. Well, have Don't indeed. know what that's about. Yeah, it's uh, sponsored by Big Rain. Yeah. Rainier has went bankrupt because he's a romantic and he had three divorces in three months. I like that joke. I did like that too. The Simpsons go to his fire sale. Um, and there's a thing I noticed actually in the background I quite enjoyed, which was his Golden Globes were 50 cents a pound. Yes. Which is funny because Golden Globes are worthless. Oh, 100%. I mean, if I won one, I wouldn't feel that way. Until then, fuck him. Um, and then he said, this line doesn't really make any sense, but I did enjoy it where he shows his granny's a photo of his granny that he's selling. And he's like, this was done on her wedding day. Or should I say, deading day. Which doesn't make any sense. Because like, she's not dead. Yeah, did she die? It's because she's holding a shotgun. I think so. She probably like, had a big action wedding and shot somebody. Maybe her husband. <gasps> no, wait, no. Because then he wouldn't be born. Well, he might be. Well, there's, I assume. It doesn't say that his granny, you know, his, his, his granny could have then killed her husband and fucked the pastor or something. And then, Rainier's Daz born or Ma we don't actually know Daz born uh, Daz born the disappointed sequel to Daz Boot Mo then buys four play dude models yes I I did enjoy that joke because it was like um, I thought it, like you know oh it's going to be the magazines no it's the actual women <laughs> makes one of them get in the boot <laughs> yeah do you know what? I've travelled in a boot once and it's not fun at all whenever I was a child um, my dad would sometimes put me in the boot why? Um, like you're no, only we one like, of three. Yeah, but uh, so I, there were some times where like we would be given lifts to people and stuff, and I would just be like, "Right, you're the uh, you're the youngest. You go into the boot." And he, I had a little rug and I had a pillow, and I loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Essentially, I was like the uh, family terrier. <laughs> I would have said you're more like a Scottish deer hound. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I think so. You're smarter than I gave you credit for. <laughs> Good times. So, I also enjoyed Homer eating the sword pie. Yes. Oh my god. Everything is a sword. <laughs> Sorry, you're Rainier. <laughs> Everything is a sword. Everything is a sword. And then Lenny gets a cyborg butt scratcher. Yes. Oh. 
I've never had a butt scratcher. Neither have I, and I feel like it would be weird. A back I scratcher, like scratching yes. My bum. But I feel like if you got a, like, but that's what I mean. Like, if you got a bum scratcher, that would surely take some of the enjoyment away from it because I don't know. I feel I feel like that would be weird. Now we're talking about cheeks here, aren't we? We're not yes, talking about no, scratching your no. anus. That's, my that's what toilet paper's for. Yes. Or a toilet tissue. Toilet tissue. Toilet. Soothing if you've got a little Bernie bum hole. Um. <laughs> oh, what was that noise? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Um, so then we go to scene where Homer's like, have you got anything that would uh, appreciate and value after you die? He suggests his weights, which Homer's like, wow, they turned you into like a muscle twitching. And then his muscles make this noise and it's so horrible. No, it's like, do you know what it's like? You know this? Yeah, it is. That awful wanking thing that people do. Oh. <laughs> wanking, I mean. <laughs> oh my God, that, that's like Mary Whitehouse. Um, <laughs> that awful wanking thing that people do. Not you know me. I mean, though, R- that, way to be a pick me, That Alan. noise. That, you know. Yours is better. It's you know because I've got a beard. It doesn't work as well. I can't get as good. I can't get purchase. I'll have a very saliva e mouth. Is this what your OnlyFans is? Just you... Fucking shaking your cheeks, but those ones. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. The ultimate I'm scratching scan. your ass. Enjoyed the Tetris reference mainly because I just love that music oh, it so slaps. much. I will say that so when Rainier carries Homer home in the baby, baby carrier that he has from when he starred with Rob Schneider in My Baby is an Ugly Man, that sounds like the worst film ever. Like, not I... only the plot, but also the fact that Rob Schneider's in it. I feel completely differently. That that sounds like a fucking amazingly bad so bad that it's great movie how do you feel about rob snyder um he's he's a person brilliant that that uh, three years of film studies was a sound investment yeah i, I failed my rob snyder module there should be a rob snyder. there should you know, be in all like film studies is all about like here's a really good film mm-hmm. there should be like here are bad films that yet they have cult appeal why yeah, I mean, how that's do they fair. play? You know, that would be fun. You know, do Plan Knife, Murder Space, do uh, Freddy Got Fingered, all the classics. Okay, so Homer can't fit in the car. He's been carried home by Rainier, and then Marge drives home, and, and Maggie does a big fart, which is a poo, actually. Yeah. Sorry, she's a big poo. As someone who owns a six month old puppy, I completely understood Marge saying, How did you turn cinnamon applesauce into that? Because <laughs> I know what my dog eats. Yeah. And his farts do not resemble that at all. I'm like, What is that? Yeah, where does that come from? Maggie does a big stinky poo and they have to stop at the quickie mart because they can't stay in the car with her any longer. And then there's a bit of a racist joke about India. Yeah. Apu says something like, this is the foulest stench I've ever encountered and I am from India. Yeah. India smells. Ha 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 ha. Because the smell's so bad, he lets her use the toilet and then the mugger turns up who's wearing a goofy hat. Did you notice that? I did, yeah. And you love goofy? I fucking love goofy. Goofy movie is right. the best film of our generation. My, our, our generation. Yep. What? Is that yep. he goes, he's got high hopes. That's only what I remember. Yeah. Oh, what a um, tune. And then there's this, a nightmare sequence where the sun becomes goofy and it's really upsetting to watch. Yeah. Where it goes, <laughs> his jaw becomes like, oh, it's horrible. Now, since you're a big Goofy fan, you can answer this. Since you're a big fucking Goofy apologist, right? Goofy is a dog, mm-hmm. right? Pluto is also a dog, mm-hmm. right? Goofy drives a car, has a job, yes. talks English. Pluto lives in a kennel in Mickey Mouse's garden. Yes. What the fuck's up with that? Well, uh, Pluto doesn't wear clothes. And that's the only thing stopping him from... Yes. No, it isn't. Don't... Also, Goofy's a dog man. Mickey is a mouse what? man. 
Pluto is a dog. Like Pluto is literally a dog. He's, He's not a dog. A dog. He's not anthropomorphic in any sense. He's just a dog. Do you know? I kind of, I kind of accept that explanation. Actually, that's the first yeah. time. Finally, someone has come through for me. I've been asking. All my letters to the Walt Disney Corporation have gone unanswered, and I'm here finally, for you, bro. I get a straight answer. Thank you. I really enjoyed the you know the purse diaper bag. Yes, that was where Mars like. I, I bought it because it looked like a purse, but it's not a purse. <laughs> <laughs> and then he takes half a necklace, basically, because yeah. he rips it off. Yeah, it makes away. no sense. No. And then, uh, this is, you know, you know I love Marge in many ways, but one of them is just, I just think she's great. I just think she's neat. And <laughs> when she gets into the car and just starts crying, I just felt so awful for her. Yeah, that was... Like, she was so sad. And she looked naked without the necklace. And not in the way I would enjoy. In a, <laughs> in a like, upsetting way. Yeah. Um, so Marge is very upset. So Homer's like, look, I need to look after you. So he gets her um, a bag with pepper spray. Something else I can't remember. Is it like a whistle or something? Yes. And a map with the man's most sensitive areas. And it's just a picture of Ned Flanders Good. with a star on his dick. <laughs> but surely if it was Ned, the star should be at his knees. Yeah, we, we've established that Ned has a big, big willy. That's true. But then it was that not more for kicking him in the balls than the dick. But how would you get round the dick? You'd have to kick him from behind. Well, I'm assuming it's like going to be on down one one of the trouser legs. Ah, uh, yes, of course. You know what I mean? The so old it would be trouser trick. Marge scares herself because Ralph comes running up to her and she sprays him with pepper spray. And what does he say? It's like my tears are spicy or something. Even my boogers are spicy. Oh fuck. It's even better than I remember. <laughs> Which is just excellent, you know. So Marge is very freaked out because she pepper sprayed Ralph. She pepper sprayed a child. <laughs> yeah, so she drives home and ends up running over the mailman. Which was one of my favourite things because I really appreciated the Twilight Zone reference. Is that a reference to a specific... Yes, it's a, it's a reference to like one of the best episodes ever, in my opinion, and some others, where it's like it's called Time Enough at Last. And it's basically this guy... Get, is going to get fired from his job in the bank because he keeps um he he takes too long like he takes breaks that are too long because he likes to read and he locks mm-hmm. himself in the bank safe and is reading and then like there's a nuclear explosion and basically all life on earth is gone and he's the only one alive and he's like fuck yeah there's like all the books have survived and stuff so he's like yeah i have time to read and then he drops his glasses and his glasses smash and he can't see to read <laughs> and it's so upset. It's truly upsetting. But like, so you know, he could just he get off the rack in the fifties, Alan. Sorry, sorry, I interrupted. In the fifties, Alan. Um. Oh so yeah, whenever like the mailman picks up the Twilight Zone magazine and then his glasses break, and he's like, "No, <laughs> I've got time." Yeah, that's is he. I, I I will say I haven't I haven't seen a huge amount of the Twilight Zone, but everything I've seen I've really liked. It's so I don't know so, why I haven't got around to so watching good. it. But Twilight it's just Zone. so. And what I love about it is because it's not serialized, you just 20 minutes of your life, just watch it and then Exactly. You know. Exactly. Good shit. So um so Marge develops agoraphobia. Um because she's terrified now. Which to be honest, one of the things I liked about this episode is that's probably a realistic reaction to being mugged. Yeah, and I thought as well, like the whole you know, whenever she's actually like going out in in like going outside for the first time in the wheelie chair, I thought it was like a really good, like like a well done like, I just thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And also, can we discuss that in that part, 
Marge looks exactly like Otto for some reason. <laughs> yes, it that really... is 100% true. Hibbert tries to get her on side by giving her the film The Woman Who Died in Her Home, uh, which sounds great. Uh, Rob Snyder's probably in that too. Probably. And then the bit where he says, I hope you like throwing dinner parties. And she's like, I do what he wants. Nobody wants to eat dinner at a crazy lady's house. Get real. <laughs> so they try to coax her out. They, they do the, the quickie mart simulation. Yes. Which... It was nice that uh, Homer went, I don't write good parts for women, which was a nice reference that to Aaron Sorkin. Very funny. Um, I love that. Yeah. And then Millhouse gets silly string in his eyes. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he, he thinks it's a bubble gun, but it's not. <laughs> and then Grandpa's in a nappy for no reason. Like He doesn't know what they're doing. I also thought Bart looked adorable as a poo. He did a bit. Didn't yeah, he? he did. He looked like, um, you know the guy from The Artist? Yes. You know that? Like, yeah. <laughs> Oscar winning performance. So then Marge's like, I'm going to stay in the basement. So they end up eating off a, an air hockey table, uh, which I love a bit of air hockey now again, I have to say. And I enjoyed her sending the cat up the vent with the lunches for the yes. kids because she won't leave. So Marge is isolated, she's feeling weird. And what does she do, Heather? What is the one thing that she realizes makes her feel better? Lifting weights, baby. Pumping iron, yeah, get the creatine in. Fucking ooh, sweat, baby, sweat, baby. Sex is a Texas drought, me, and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. That's my toxic trait that I know with all the words to at least five. Some school, you some beaver, and you're getting two thumbs up. Also, I don't like, you know, he goes, love the kind you clean up with, with the, the mop, mop and, and bucket. bucket. I know all the words to at least five Bloodhound Gang songs. Any listeners? <laughs> my One of my red flags is that I enjoy bad music. The Bloodhound Gang. But she also enjoys love the kind you clean up with a mop and bucket, so you got to weigh these things up. <laughs> um, <laughs> her entire bedroom is tiled. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so... Marge starts, let's get physical, physical. Physical. And then she's like, buff. And she shows them her abs. What? And they're really like proper. Like, My yeah. God. Chiseled. And then she's like, and it's really sweet scene. I thought, you know, and she's like, she realized, she goes outside to get a lemon. Mm-hmm. And then realizes she's outside and not scared. And she runs down the street telling everybody that she's not afraid. Yeah. And that was really nice. And then she runs into the robber and she beats him up like De Niro in The Irishman. Yeah. You know, where it's like those. Oh, no, it was a Godfather <laughs> reference. Yeah, but I'm choosing to do the Irishman because I enjoy is you know that. Do you remember in the Irishman whenever De Niro beats up the guy? Yeah, that's the one time you're like, oh, I can see the CGI. Like I know that that's an old man. That's the one him. time that you can see it. Well, no, but what I mean is the, the other times, like the other times, I think it was acceptable. Like Al Pacino did run up some stairs at the end age of eighty to make it look like a man running up some stairs. Yeah, you know? true. But De Niro doing the kicks of a seventy-five-year-old man was very enjoyable. I also like, you know, I think I've maybe skipped over it, but you know where she tries to remember about the robber and the robber's like, uh, yeah, I give your pearls to my skanky girlfriend. Or yeah, my cheap I one. just throw them in a drawer. <laughs> no, Del Tango! So Marge quickly becomes obscenely jacked, like proper, like big Fucking, papa pump, yeah. Scott Steiner. Good bit of trivia I had, because you know whenever she goes to Muscle Beach and Ruth is mm-hmm. there. Um, yes, which Ruth Powers cameo. I love Ruth Powers. I love her so I love much. Pamela Reed in general. Yeah. Pamela Reed's great. Um, that was the first time in 10 years that Pamela Reed was Ruth. So that's like the longest lapse in a character that's got like the longest yeah, that guest actor has gone without performing. 
it didn't necessarily need to be Ruth. It could have been anybody. Yeah, but I like that it was because they yeah. were like, oh, I, I do really too, yeah. love that episode. Like, you know, the Thelma and Louise one because like they're, they're, yeah. they're such like wholesome friendship and like she's the perfect one for that. But I also find it weird. Funny enough, recently like, I watched um, a bit of Parks and Rec and Pamela Reed was in it. She's great in it. And she's great in Kindergarten Cop. And she's yes. also great in Bane. Um, remember? Bane. Which I would maintain is a great film, despite what the critics and the commercials would say. I think it's great. It's good. It's great. Bean. Yeah. I fucking love Mr. Bean. I know you do. Everyone loves Mr. Bean. Who's Anyone who's anyone loves Mr. Bean. Absolutely. So Ruth is like, look, if you're going to compete, you've got to do roids. Yeah. And Marge is like, don't these have side effects? And Ruth says, yes, their main side effect is greatness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Marge is riding, which allows her to stop the bus when the kids oh, are late for the school bus. She iconic. just pulls it down. And then Otto goes, man, what am I smoking? Oh, yeah, Pat. <laughs> oh. Very now, funny. I assume that the next scene is the one where you thought it aged terribly. Uh, yes. It, made, it was the only, like, it's the only part of an episode so far that I've actually gone, oh. Yeah. Do you want to tell the listeners what that was? prefer it if you did it no well i think i think you should do this one we bit a we bit a forced sex we better we bit rapey yeah i mean marge literally rapes homer i say yeah. a wee bit rapey it's marital rape which is interesting in a way because i would say there's not much in media of marital rape where the victim is the husband yeah exactly uh, but and it also it's played for laughs yeah it, so exactly um there were no laughs for as, me. as male rape often is in films and yeah. tv not so much now, but it definitely was a yeah. thing that it was like funny because they all want it all the time, right? Right? Right. I don't know. I, I want sex about twice a year. Like, come on. So yes, Marge is quickly deteriorating into roid rage. And I have to say, there's that bit where she, so she gets second in the competition and her incredibly muscular ears hear the family criticize her, but she's yes. like, and then they go to Moe's and Marge bulked up in her dress is, is quite frightening to look at, I think. It is, yeah. But it's also impressive because it doesn't look like her actual dress size has changed. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, honey, the body recomp. Well, it's the same on way you. when she got those big, those big bodacious tatas. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is her dress made out of? Like latex? Latex? It must be. It must be a, a you know a, a, an elasticated material. Yeah. Bodycon. Oh, I suppose bodycon. I suppose it is quite fitted, actually. Like. It wouldn't be sad. Like, there's hugging, no stretch you know? in that. You can see her booty. Yeah, but. That's the butt. Um. <laughs> okay, so Marge, it just really escalates horribly because she decides to murder Mo. Yeah, maybe death will stop your yammering. Um, I also love that I didn't sacrifice my period for second place. <laughs> <laughs> she murders Mo or tries to murder Mo. She beats up everybody in the bar and then also a load of sailors who come in. I really enjoyed. Uh, so. Marge destroys the bar, but then when Homer is afraid of her, she finally realizes this is getting out of hand, mm-hmm. which tragically is not the way most steroid-induced uh, rage attacks end. Can end quite badly. Look up Chris Benoit. Um, so she decides to come off the roids. And then I enjoyed that Mo decides to burn the bar down for the insurance money. And then Carl's like, Mo, shouldn't you have insurance first? He's like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> so the episode basically ends with it all being happily ever after. Marge carries Homer up the stairs, which is nice. One last carry before her before her roids wore off. And 
they go up for some lovely consensual marital sex. I got a real workout for you. <laughs> consensual sex. Um, so that's really it. I mean, what what did you think? I thought it was good. Other than the one you expect, you know, it's it's a solid episode. What I would say is it has a lot of similarities to the Springfield connection. It does. You know, where Marge joins the police. Yeah, I know. Really which I does. think is a much, much better episode. Yeah. I um, think it's a, it's a... You missed the baby? You missed the blind guy? <laughs> McGruffin! When do we get the freaking guns? You don't get your gun till you tell me your name. <laughs> it's, um... I love a good Marge episode, and I feel like it's, it's a solid yes, Marge too. episode. It's a solid... Yeah. I dig it. Yeah, I think as we go through... I wouldn't say it's in the top tier of the episodes we've watched so far. Yeah, no, but it's but decent. it is better than a lot of the episodes that yeah. we've seen f- so far. So what are you going to give it out of five, Heather? I'm going to be generous. I'm going to mm-hmm. give it a four. See, I have three and a half. Yeah, so I was going to maybe knock off a half for the fact that it hasn't aged well, but it's also like it's a solid episode, so four. Yeah. Yeah, just cut out the rape gag. Maybe that should be something that they should cut out yeah, of the... I don't sure. know. I don't know how I feel about I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know like, how I, I feel about know. rape. <laughs> no. No. No, hold on. I'm kidding. No. I know how I feel about it. Yeah, I know. It. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's bad. <laughs> Brilliant. Because a minute there, you said it in a very positive way. <laughs> um... But yes, I don't know how I feel about editing things out of episodes just yeah. because cause it did happen. But yeah, no, I don't think they should it, edit it, is it bad out. To but s- it should be like you know, watch out, lads. Yeah, a little bit of an acknowledgement somewhere. There's another reason why Simpsons it ain't for kids. Um, so that'll just about do it then, I suppose, for another episode of the Stupid Sexy Podcast. So we're going to say this one like it's a thumbs up, like watch yeah. it. It's a good yeah. episode. Yes yeah, advice. give it a watch. So we'll be back next week with Season 14, Episode 10, Pray Anything, mm-hmm. um, where we're going to talk about religion. Ooh, no one tell Ricky Gervais. <laughs> so yes, thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, we do have international listeners, which is tremendously exciting. Uh, if you're listening um, on your Apple Podcasts or you have Apple Podcasts, please go on and give us a wee rating and review. That would be a great help. Unless you don't like it, in which case, Do you know what? Don't. If you don't like it, leave a review. But I will find you and I will beg you to change it. Yeah, there you go. So, you, how'd, you like, how'd you like Heather Anderson on your ass? That'll do it for the Stupid Sexy Podcast, Season 14, Episode 9. We'll be back next week. I've been Alan Irwin. And I've been Heather Anderson. So what you gonna do, brother, when the Stupid Sexy Podcast comes back and runs wild on you? Bye.